0: Thank you. Wednesday. It's Hump Day! It's Hump Day! Hump Day! Hump Day! What day is it? What day is it? Hump Day! It's hump Day! Hump Day! Mujer, I, day. I think that's my favorite commercial ever. It, You know, it's definitely up there with like the epic, like, the <mumbles> like <sharp breathe> oh, yeah, I hate that commercial. I love those commercials. It's the exact I same, the, uh, same thing. Uh, I no, it's, the... It is the exact same thing. Yeah? It is the exact same type of ridiculous... Just blaring in your face obnoxious words? Yes. Thing. That gets you laughing and thinking about the product. Oh, yeah, that's a valid point. Ooh, that's better. Right? Yeah. You're thinking about whatever I think the product that, is. I think that sounds better. I'm actually, like, close to the microphone now. And yeah, am not, also not louder acuity. than me now. I've been louder than you. Because you're closer to the microphone. Well, I can't help the fact that you're laying at the back of the chair sideways. You moved the microphone closer to you. It's actually the only difference between there and there. And that's a difference. And since no one can see how far apart the microphone is, (laughs) all they know is that it's a difference. Uh, It could be less than an inch or it could be a mile and a half. You know what? Less is more. Said no one ever. (laughs) Said no one. That's a statement. That's why less is more. You know what? Forget it. This is Pod Bros because we didn't actually introduce the show. (laughs) Good Wednesday. As we have already gone over. Hump Hump day. 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 (laughs) Let's do that again. Play that same song again. Uh, Uh, So we are coming at you live from the... uh, I'm sorry... Not live, recorded. Luke's We're coming, coming at, you, at live. you. I'm live. I'm recorded. Um, Nick's recorded. This is an odd conversation. Um, I'm actually trying to do all of my parts again because my mic was messed up. So I'm listening to the podcast and speaking while uh, Rick. No, I'm just kidding. No, no he's, not, not, he's not. He's not, doing not actually that doing that. He's just full of crap. So, um, so coming uh, at you yeah. from the uh, Quad City areas: Prescott, Prescott Valley, Chino. Uh, do we Dewey Humboldt. Um, dude, we are two days away from, from the Acker musical showcase. Indeed. I'm so excited. And you just can't I hide just it. I just can't hide it. Um, Wait, are you about ooh, to lose control? I, got, I I got a phone call. Do you um, like it? I do like it. Okay, continue. What was the phone call about? Um I got a phone call from my buddy Casey up in oh, yeah? Montana. Um and was Casey. He lost? No, he um he was listening to our I, podcast yesterday. I hear that yesterday. people get lost in Montana a lot. Okay, now I'm lost. Is this a song? It might be. Oh, okay. You need to go to John Hancock. Okay? The barbershop in Prescott cuz they're awesome. I had my beard done today. It was like a spa. Put a hot towel on my neck, straight razor shave on the edges. I think I think getting lost in Montana is also like one of the state like isn't one of their state is that their slogan? It's one of the slogans. Get They're... lost in Montana. Uh, <laughs> I think it actually, you know, I think it's a bumper sticker people have that say "Get lost in Montana." You're a bumper sticker that people have that say "Get lost in Arizona." Nope. False. Anyway. So, so your friend... My Montana, friend Casey uh, gave us a call and informed us that we used the wrong terminology. In? So, we're going to correct that terminology. In? We do not make guns. We assemble parts of guns. We are not making anything. We do not have an FFL. So, just clarifying that one. So... That I don't have uh, the FBI knocking on my door asking, asking so, where so my no, license is. Now here's an interesting thought, though. You, you're saying we're not making guns. We don't but make any guns. But technically speaking, an FFL is not for making guns. Strong air quotes. It's for, it's for, for manufacturing. Right, we're and not manufacturing guns, firearms. We're not doing either of those. Actually, things. we're not manufacturing or selling firearms. We're exactly. just building guns for ourselves. We're just making guns which is why I said that in the first place we're not actually making anything but technically speaking because we're putting all of the pieces together separately that's like separate, making legos separate of the lower
1: I feel like we're, I speaking, feel like
0: we need a lawyer to come in and say as a guest speaking, on the show technically speaking none of the gun is the gun I technically speaking true. the lower is actually the only part of the gun that requires an FFL Oh yeah, that's true, isn't it? So, technically speaking, technically speaking, by assembling the firearm, we're technically making the gun. Hmm. But, what do I know? I'm just an amateur. He's probably right. But I would assume that, uh, you know, manufacturing is where that would come from, you know. Uh, yeah, same. Because we're not same. actually manufacturing. The, all of the parts are already assembled. Yeah, we're not we're not actually creating it. It was all it was all bought through an FFL, right? Yeah, no, I, I did the tax stamp and everything yeah, and, the, and all the, that. Fun the, stuff, all the so. you paid for all the stuff, and yeah. everything, So, so anyway, anyway, just you know, Casey listens and and was concerned and wanted to call me. And I, I just it. you know, and, and, and I appreciate and it. If if we could, you know, since he listens, if we could get some more clarification on this, yes, absolutely. Because I I so anyway, International Mountain Day, okay. Um, I didn't actually know that was a thing. Did is you know be- that was a thing? Is it because mountains are endangered? Uh, Well, everything in the world is endangered, apparently, according to uh, Greta Thornburg. Uh, but she's a psychotic 12-year-old. Are we, are we listening to her, though? I'm not listening to her. I just see her face pop up Wait, and it makes who my is, head hurt. who is this person? I, I am not... Are You You don't know who Greta is? Was she... <laughs> is this something that was in the news? Yeah, she's that obnoxious little 12-year-old that... Was ranting at all the adults at the World Summit, summit Was this, some crap like right that. A, uh, was this a thing that was, like, on social media? No. they made, like, a big push on social media? No, 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 no. No. It's this girl. Okay, I don't... I, I guess I just don't know who you she know is. You know who she is? Okay. She was named Person of the Year by Time uh, for 2013. She's a Swedish schoolgirl who is a uh, climate control activist. And that should tell you everything you need to know no, about about Greta, ag- about, Greta ag- about her, and about climate control. So, so yeah. Anyway, I like how children are not reliable for things, but except yes, for when it comes to things that don't make any sense. That's actually my favorite meme on the internet right now. Is the um, hey mom, can I drive the car? No, you're four years old. Um, can I uh, can I buy a gun? No, you're four years old. Can I um, have candy instead of food? No, you're four years old. Can I decide whether or not I'm going to be a boy or a girl? You know, that's a great idea. Let's do surgery. <laughs> so, anyway. Well, and in this case. And if you're not understanding, let me make this very, very clear. That was sarcasm. If you are so deranged that you allow your four-year-old child or force your four-year-old child to have a sex change or something like that, that is child abuse, and you should be put in jail because you've lost your friggin' mind. Well, and the same is true with this. I mean, you could take all of those statements and end with, can I tell the world that they're killing the world with little to no information? No, you're a 12-year-old. Actually, the the part of it that gets me is that it doesn't matter what facts keep coming out because I come across these articles and read through these facts and then do a little bit of research here and there. Um, And it's just, it's like... It's like anyone with an ounce of common sense, it seems like, um, when you eliminate the emotions of it, when you take the emotion out. Um, It's like, really? The arrogance to think that I, with my little car, am going to cause this global world that is so massive that if it gets too cold outside and I don't have shelter, I'm going to die and I am going to affect the whole world. I don't think so. Well, yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, that's the thing for me that, that gets me more than anything, is the arrogance of it. And then as soon as you look into the arrogance of it, and you go, wait a minute, so global climate change, because it's not global warming anymore. It was global warming when I was growing up. But now it's just climate change, because here this is actually in a cooling period, um, and they've got to have some kind of fact in their, in their uh, on their side, right? Well, and, and what's great about the cooling period we're in right now is it's totally baffling everyone. Because we're not in our regular cooling heating cycle. Because if you go back to a generation before you, Luke, right, or a generation before that, it, for some uh, some of our older listeners, you'll remember global cooling. Right. It was global cooling. The, the Earth is going to freeze over. Yeah. We're going to have an ice age. Yeah. It's going to be horrible. We're causing this. You know, it was, the same, it was all the same uh, stuff. The ozone layer and all of that. Yeah. The numbers. ozone layer has a hole in it, and all the heat is escaping out of it. It well, see, literally, It was literally the exact same thing, only for global cooling. So now that we have the internet and we have access to everything all over the place, now it's climate change. It's well, climate and, that, change. and that's the thing that gets me, is that it's like, come on, folks. This is a lesson in logic. Well, I mean, they've changed history. the narrative every 10 to 15 years. Well, every 10 like, to 15 years. No, it's about 30 years. When I was in school, which was in the 80s, it was... Global warming. And it's, and 30, then it's, it's shifted, more than 30 years ago. No, and then it shifted in the 90s. It wasn't global glo, global warming in the 90s. Yes, it was. In the 90s, it was... Uh, what was it? No, oh, it was global no, warming. No, it went from global warming to the ozone layer to climate change. No, no, no. It was global warming all through the 2000s. I, Al Gore. Oh, yeah. Global warming. Well, I all, the other side of that, of course, too, was the Al Gore um, uh, inventing the internet thing. But, you know... No, no, no. It's been... It goes in 30-year cycles because that's the weather pattern. The weather pattern of the Earth moves in 30-year cycles, 30- to 40-year cycles. Because, of course, it's not an exact measurement because we're in a elliptical orbit around the Earth. We're in an elliptical orbit around the Sun. It's not going to be a perfect—we're not in a perfect geosynchronous, or a heliocentric orbit. We're in an elliptical orbit right? where we get closer and farther away from the sun at different periods during our rotation. And so inevitably, you're going to have summers and winters during the cycle that are warmer or colder. It's just the way it works. All right. So i got a fun one for you. One more th- st- are we still on this? There's just one more thing I have okay. to say. No, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I feel like every time I talk about climate change, I feel like I'm getting dumber every time I talk. I about feel it. like every time I talk about it, I feel like this must be what it felt like to be um, any of these guys that were in the Middle Ages that were actually doing real science. Like these guys that are out there that are measuring the temperatures all over the place. Right. That are just putting out the raw data. I feel bad for them. Because you have these guys that are like, you know, they spend, they they, they go and they spend thousands of dollars, you know, maybe even millions of dollars on a, an education and equipment. Millions and millions of dollars. And all this stuff dollars. to get all this research and data just to have some stupid idiot politician who has no idea what he's talking about, has no idea what he's looking at. Make some ridiculous, grandiose statement. The world's going to come to an end. The world's going to come to an end. Everything, everything is lost. All is lost because of us. And it's like, no, it's just data. We're looking at data. Even if we were, even if the earth was warming. Even if that was the outcome. E- no, even if, hear me out here. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a, a lesson in logic here. Even if global warming was a legitimate thing, Even if the 1% of all the pollutants that are released into the atmosphere, which is what the human population makes up, all of the entire human population, 7 billion people, make up 1% of the pollutants that are released into the atmosphere. Even if that 1% was affecting the entire Earth, causing it to heat up and warm. Right, At the rate that we are affecting it, at the change in temperature that they are recording, we have got thousands of years before we are going to see any of this. And I know that that is not a, a correct mindset to have in this sort of thing, but the average human lifespan is what, 80 years? Well, more than thousands of years. You're talking but, with the percentage we're at. What I'm saying is, what my point is, is that the average human lives to about, let's say, 80 years old. I don't actually know what the number is. Well, I plan on living to a little bit longer than that. And number. so do I. But what my point is, is that, let's say, so we're talking, okay, so let's say 100. How about that? Because actually there's a whole lot more people that are living to 100 now than ever before. Um, at least... In current recorded history, there are there are handed down folk tales. Uh, we have a friend who's uh, what are they one sixteenth? Who? Our family. Yes. One sixteenth. What? I'm Native? sorry. Native. Uh, I didn't know we. Um, Our family in laws. Oh! Oh! Yes. Yes. Don't look at me like you like Sorry. you don't know what I'm talking I about. I was trying to get back on it. I I, I was reading something funny. I'm anyway, trying to find funny stuff. Anyway, they've uh, the 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 dad has told us. You know, he's he's into you know the history of the of the tribe and everything that they're part of, and he's told us some stories about uh, way back when they used to you know regularly live to 120, 130 years old in their tribe. There would, be, there would be members of the tribe that were 100 plus years old. That's awesome. So, it's not uncommon to live to 100. So, okay. Anyway, let's say you're living to 100 years. If it's not going to affect you for thousands of years, if this thing isn't going to affect you for thousands of years, why are you making such a big freaking deal about it? Money. It all comes down to money. You know this. I know. I know, I'm just it's money. I'm, it's money I'm, and power. And making a logical statement. And just so that everybody's on the same page, it's all and I'm not I'm not we're not putting forth a conspiracy theory here. You can track it, but it's all money. It's all money and power to control the flow of money. That's all it is. Because you know what makes big money? Green stuff. Any type of green deal, any type of Going green or environmental garbage costs a ton of money, and it's ridiculous. You know who? You know what? You know what? My favorite part about all this is the people who fund these green movements. Because you know who they are, right? People who don't work. The people who are funding these green movements? No, funding. I said funding. That's the money word. Oh, oh. People oh, who f- don't work get fund money. Sorry. Funding. People who are funding these people the the these green movements. Yeah. The oil companies. Yeah. The car manufacturers. Yeah. They, they produce this product that's just damaging the earth. They're producing these cars. Now we're starting to see some cars that are coming out that are not having bad emissions anymore. Although their batteries are made out of chemicals that will destroy the earth even worse than... Will actually destroy areas of ground. They have to be disposed in a specific way. Uh, Prius batteries oh gosh for example, yes yeah. are extremely dangerous the chemicals that they're made of are way worse than the emissions that the car would be releasing if it had a regular gas engine in it but which sucks too because electric cars like just the idea of electric cars is pretty freaking cool well electric cars are kind of in that same vein as flying Ooh, don't cars. mind me while I make noise you know I'd like flying cars flying cars and spaceships and transporters and... Spaceships. And, uh... And light speed and... Uh... Blasters and... Alright. So a fly feels a bug on his back. Okay. And the fly goes, Hey, bug on my back. Are you a mite? And the bug goes, I might be. I saw that coming. And the fly goes, That is the worst pun I have ever heard. And the... And the mite goes, What would you expect? I had to come up with it on the fly. (laughs) <laughs> oh, good. Sorry. Just needed something light. We were talking about the environment, and it always makes my head hit- hurt. That was some serious dead space just then. I don't Are know we going if... to see how, how long we can go on dead space? No, we're not going to see how long we're going to go on Ready? dead space. Ready? No, no. Go. I refuse to have any dead space on here. I will literally talk about nothing to prevent they from being any more than that Dead Space we just had. So, ha! Well, I'm ha. doing a good job. I don't know about you. What do you mean you're doing a good job? I was doing a good job of Dead Space, but you kept talking. Yes, I did. I kept on talking. You ruined my Dead Space. They, people are listening to our podcast. They're not listening to our podcast. we Dead Space. Sometimes you just need a little peace. In your day, you turn on a podcast and have it just be silent. Just silence. <laughs> this is, you know, this is this is the new pod bros. Just enjoy an hour of silence. <laughs> Somebody comes into the office while you're listening to. It. Oh, what's that? <laughs> what's that? oh, this is the pod bros podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do they do? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. They <laughs> just sit in it's the room. Silence for an hour. <laughs> I think they just sit in the in the booth with t- looking on their phones. and You, you know. hear <laughs> you hear a you know a jingle every now and again from them. You know whatever. Maybe a chuckle every once in a while because they saw something funny. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, so, so, in Las Vegas, uh, okay. apparently <laughs> there was a rodeo in town. And some extremely talented and clever individual was able to capture large numbers of pigeons and put cowboy hats on them. And then released them all back into the city. <laughs> so they all have little mini cowboy hats yep. on them? Nobody knows where these pigeons and cowboy hats roaming Las Vegas came from. So. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. So I know you like dogs. I do, actually. I, How I do you feel like about dogs. cats? I do. You want me to tell you how I really feel about cats? That's why I'm asking right now because I've I've told people how I feel about animals in general. Okay, so I apologize to everyone in the world for my uh, belief on cats, but I believe that cats um, are a spawn from Satan. So, what a perfect segue into what I'm about to say, because cats declare war on Christmas. <laughs> In their typical fashion, I don't know how many times you've seen these videos or these vines or whatever on the internet of cats jumping on Christmas trees and pulling them down. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. And so, with your statement and this article, it all makes sense. They just hate Christmas. Cats hate Christmas because, because they're spawns they are of spawn Satan. from Satan. Makes sense. So. Have you ever heard the language um, tagalong? Tagalong. Uh, I think so. Apparently, it's the language in the Philippines. Okay, it's a like a like a Spanish derivative. I've been learning it slowly. Oh, that makes sense because yeah. Spain did control uh, the Philippines for a while. Oh, okay. It's actually um, the reason so, why the U.S. was in the Philippines. How are you? Or how are how are you doing? In Spanish is cómo esta, mm-hmm. um, and in Filipino it's cómo está. Oh, that's clever. so Very different. Anyway, I'm learning it, so it's fun. So yeah, that was the reason, while well, we're talking about the Philippines, the reason why the U.S. was in the Philippines during World War II was because in the Spanish-American War, which is the end of the 1800s, right? Um, the United States and Spain went to war with each other. Um, it was a uh, bit of an interesting situation. I don't... A little bad blood, no, no, no. It, well, I mean, it was, but it was one of those like the story. There's always you know, how there's always two sides to the story of what, yeah, happened? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was a, a ship, an American one of the American ironclad ships was off the coast. It was a brand new ship, experimental, a three hour it tour. It was not a three hour tour, no. it was off the coast of Cuba, Cuba. Um, and give um, me that rumba beat. It exploded and sank. And the. Spontaneously? The, the theory that uh, the yellow journalism in, in the US took on and then used as a rallying cry was that uh, Spain had mined the area around Havana, you know, around Cuba, the Cuba area, mm-hmm. um, because they knew our ships were in the area. And it was intentional, and they blew up a mine and sank our ship. Really? And we went to war with Spain, and you can read about all of the Do we know what truly happened? So, the, the, the theory is that it was a new experimental ship that was using coal in a new way. Okay. And what the thought is, is that there was actually an internal explosion in the engine. Oh, okay. And it blew out the side of the ship. And then, as you know, with a vacuum, things rush into the vacuum. So you have water and the open air inside the ship where the explosion just happened. So it blows the metal out, and then all of the water rushes into the vacuum that was just created and bends all the metal back in, making it look like it got hit by a sea mine. Is the Interesting. Is what the analysis is. Now, with that being said... There was a bit of bad blood. Okay. And it's, Dang Spanish. And it's very possible that if that was the case, that the engine, being an experimental engine, could have been very easily sabotaged to explode. Okay. And the reason I'm saying that is because um, in all of my research on the Spanish-American War... I've never found any of Spain rebuttaling the argument of an attack. Right? Right. It's almost like they went with the whole, it was a sea mine thing. And, and I don't know if there, there might be something somewhere that I just haven't found that someone might know about. If you do, let us know. I would love to know. I would love to know more about history. But from from what I know so far, from what I've looked at, from what I've seen... It was almost like they were like, yeah, it was a mine. Just, we'll just deal with it type thing. I mean, they ultimately regretted it because they lost um, Puerto Rico. They lost Cuba. They lost the Philippines. They lost Guam. They lost, uh, I mean, a whole bunch of places all over the world that the United States, um, uh, I guess you could say annexed in a certain extent. um, And they all became part of the territories of the United States. Cuba ultimately was not actually fully annexed. uh, Kind of a weird situation with Cuba, which ultimately led to um, a lot of ridiculousness and ultimately led to the communist takeover of Cuba. Uh, The Philippines was completely annexed. uh, Military bases built there, all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, And then after World War II, um, the question was, do we let the Philippines become part of the United States or do we let them be their own country? And... Um, the end result was letting them be keep, become their own country, um, and uh, so anyway, are you awake? Yes. Wakey wakey. Tell me how boring my story was about the Spanish Americans. There's nothing to do with how boring your story yeah, was. Because sure. it wasn't. I don't know why. I just it just hit me with this like I don't know. Very weird. Did anyone else fall asleep? I don't know. Wake up. Wakey wakey. Expakey. X and and <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got I got a fun one for you. Okay, I'm ready. After miraculously surviving the Titanic disaster, this officer went on to save hundreds of lives. Charles Light Tooler was the second officer. You know what? I should read this theatrically. As opposed to a heavy tooler? Because he was a light tooler. Okay, go ahead. I'm ready. Okay, should I read it theatrically? Let's hear it. Okay, you ready? Here we go. Okay, ready? Charles Light Tooler was the second officer on the Titanic and stayed on board until the end. He was trapped underwater until a boiler explosion blew him free. He survived by clinging to a capsized raft. Later, he volunteered in World War II and helped evacuate 127 men from Dunkirk. Light Tooler was the most senior member of the crew to survive the, the Titanic. As the officer in charge of loading passengers into lifeboats on the port side, Light Tooler strictly enforced the women and children first protocol. Mm-hmm. Light Tuller stayed until the last, was sucked against the grate and held underwater, but then was blown from the grate by a rush of warm air as a boiler exploded. He found refuge on an upturned colla- uh, collapsible boat with 30 others, showing his fellow survivors how to shift their weight to avoid being swamped until their rescue at dawn. Leituller served as a commanding officer of the Royal Navy during World War I, and was twice decorated for gallantry. Later, in retirement, he further distinguished himself in World War II by providing providing and sailing as a volunteer on one of the little ships, quote-unquote, that played a part in the Dunkirk evacuation. Rather than his allow his motor yacht to be relink, uh, requisitioned by the Admiralty, he sailed the vessel to Dunkirk personally and repatriated and 127 British servicemen. His actions inspired the character uh, Mr. Dawson in Christopher Nolan's 2017 film, Dunkirk, portrayed by Academy Award winner Mark Rylance. Interesting. And that has been a dramatic reading by Luke Solano. <laughs> so that was actually really cool i didn't know that. That, that 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 is really cool. i didn't know that any of the officers survived the titanic that's actually kind of cool and how he survived getting blown out mm-hmm. that's kind of cool yes it is i think i've said kind of cool like six times now yes you have and right now at this very moment it's the bottom of the hour hey it's the bottom of the hour this is Podbros. welcome again again A production of Soundgrass Productions. It is currently, uh, our current time is 4.16 p.m. on a beautiful Wednesday afternoon in December. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Just for a fun note, um, in uh, Manila, Philippines, it's 7.16 a.m. Cool. Um, And in New York, it's 6.16. So... Um, and the Philippines is actually tomorrow, right now. So yep. if they were to download anything that we're talking about right now, tomorrow, it would be actually three days from now. Huh. Try putting that math together. Interesting. Um, so, hey, uh, the Acker Music Showcase, let's talk about that for a moment. Oh, okay. Um, it, I found out today. What did you find out? That the uh, gentleman who played the Phantom of the Opera oh, yes. at Yavapai College's Phantom of the Opera. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Phantom himself. Yes, we get it. Go ahead. Andre is going to be the giant. in full costume downtown. Um, I don't know where yet, though. Cool. Uh, but he will be uh, one of the doormen as Phantom as the Phantom downtown for the Acker Night Musical Showcase. Cool. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah? No? Yeah, Maybe? That's cool. Um, so yeah, come on down to the showcase. It's going to be a lot of fun. So. Celebrate Christmas. What's nice about the showcase is that it's actually not going to be too cold out there. Oh, ah, weather. Because the, uh, low on Friday night is 35 degrees. So. That means the high is higher than that. And the high is 58 (laughs) degrees, almost 60 degrees. Which means that it'll be fairly warm. Because there'll be a a light cloud cover. Nice. It'll be partly cloudy, so it'll actually probably be a little bit warmer. For a little, you know, into the evening, right? You know how the 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 evening usually goes. Yes. Um, So today it's actually pretty clear outside um, with uh, 55 degrees, 33% humidity. Um, It looks like it's going to be pretty clear. It's going to start getting cloudy on Friday. Like on Friday day? Yeah, like during the day on Friday, it's going to start getting cloudy. And it's going to continue to get cloudy until Saturday night where we might get some snow that would be cool very very light amount of snow the low is going to be 33 um like 10 percent chance of snow so here's a uniquely fun thing how do you um how do you say what 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 is that singer who is the singer um that sang chandelier uh, I have is no it idea. Sia? S I A? Sia? Sia? S I A? Sai? Sai? No, no, no. Sia? That would be the. No. What nationality is she? White. Very good. I don't know. Because if it was. I Actually, I have no idea. Anyway. Say, maybe? Say? I don't know. Anyway, she so she stopped at Walmart in Palm Springs, California. Mm hmm. And surprise shoppers this. Uh, by paying for their groceries. Pretty legit. So according to the local news station KESQ, the pop star didn't announce who she was, but claimed that her name was Cece and explained her generosity by saying that she had just won the lottery. Her act of kindness later came to light on social media when photos and videos emerged. So... it's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. That was That was Black Friday, wasn't it? Uh, yes. I believe it was for Thanksgiving. It's pretty legit. Or something like that. Do you like avocados? I do like avocados. I like avocados too. I have a question, Luke. I I don't have an answer. Actually, you do have an answer. No. You actually have... You have a fantastic answer for that. Oh, <laughs> and that's the reason. Get why out of the left lane, and that is the reason why I'm asking. This. No, it, we'll talk about that in a minute. Actually, that's a, we should talk about that. Dear God, don't drive in the freaking left lane. Okay, okay, sorry. Continue. What? And this is you know this is kind of a legal-ish question that has to do with guns. Oh. What is the proper time to draw your firearm? I I okay so, are, uh, what are you asking? What I'm asking is, like if in, you in a... if you were at McDonald's, okay, and you asked for jelly, and they gave you ketchup, would would that be a, a reason to pull your firearm out? Well, that depends. Um, that would depend on whether or not the jelly was sharp, and being pointed at me, uh, like no, of course not. There is the only time that you need to draw your firearm is if your life is immediately threatened. So, you would say that this guy um, should be flogged? Yeah. I'm just I don't even I don't even know what to do with this. I'm just What 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 would possess you to do that? So, what happened? What, what, what just a headline here. Is it? Do you have headlines. a story. They're just headlines. So what did he do? Pull his gun over jelly instead of ketchup. He was given ketchup instead of jelly, and so he drew his gun on the person behind the counter. Yeah. And should have his. And he is and should go to jail he's facing charges with aggravated assault, and unlawful possession of a weapon. Wait, unlawful possession. Was he? Was he? Uh, was he? Did he. So he didn't. He didn't legally own it, or couldn't legally own so it. So here's my thought. Because he's 20 years old. Ah. My guess is that he was concealed carrying it. Yep. Which you're not supposed to do until you're 21. Correct. My guess is also... Oh, that's that here he in was, Arizona, by the way. That, that's I, right I was right just going to say, my next guess is that he's also not in Arizona. Because other states have specific rules about handgun carrying. Right. When it comes to being under the age of Certain 21. ages, yep. Um And it's also very possible that the handgun that he has is probably not his or hers or whatever this is. Yeah. That's, because that's probably the case. They're clearly someone who's prone to violence. So. How do you feel about Baby Yoda? Um, I love Baby Yoda. He's my favorite character ever. Would would you say that nothing could stop Baby Yoda? The memes from Baby Yoda. Nothing could stop the memes coming yes. from Baby Absolutely. So, cuz they're great and they are the best and I will read them and laugh again and again and again and, and go, aww, all the time. So this is this is one of those cases of someone making a ridiculous statement. There seems to be an awful lot of that. Growing. And I, I feel like they just... I wish there was a way that you could just, like, smack them in the face or, like, a way to, like, send them someone laughing in their face or something. You know what I mean? Yes. But this guy, this this NBA blogger, was like, we're one corny politician away from Baby Yoda memes being ruined or Baby Yoda being ruined. Oh, yeah, and then somebody posted the... Uh, yeah, Ted Cruz was same. Ted Cruz posted it. was He hysterical. actually posted... His we, saw, we saw that the other day. Yeah, he posted this NBA blogger's post. Right Like right underneath his post. It was absolutely hysterical. And this headline is like, Ted Cruz kills Baby Yoda memes after a sports writer predicts it. And it's like, says who? These people live in a world of insanity. The, these people are the same people that work for Star Wars... And think that there's no source material. There's no source material for yeah, Star, for Star, Wars, Star Wars stories, yes. Anyway, let's talk about people that drive in the left lane. Oh, we're, we're doing that? Yep, we're going to do that right now. And uh, this one is definitely going to require some... Uh... Well, before you do that, I heard this story the other day. You ready? Well, let me, let me just say, before you tell your story... That when we talk about this, this is going to require some audience participation. Because... We don't have an audience. We have a audience after the fact. That okay. can respond to us, and then we can talk about it again. Ah, yes. And since one of the people that listens to this works for a uh, company that is um, government-ish, that is a... I actually don't know how to describe the way. It they're works. a subcontractor of subcontractor. The, that's of what the, it is. they're subcontractor yeah. of the Department of Motor Vehicle. Exactly. We should get some good responses from this. But so tell your story, and then we'll talk about people in left lane. Go ahead. Okay. So uh, on the outskirts of a small town, there was a big old pecan tree, just inside the cemetery fence. One day, two boys filled up a bucket full of nuts and sat down by the tree, out of sight, and began dividing up. The pecans. One for you, one for me, one for you, one for me, said one boy. Several dropped and rolled down toward the fence. Another boy came along, came riding along to uh, the road on his bicycle, and as he passed, he thought he'd heard voice, voices from inside the cemetery. He slowed down to investigate. Sure enough, he heard, one for you, one for me, one for you, one for me. He just knew what it was. He jumped back on his bike and rode off. Just around the bend, he met an old man with a cane hobbling along. Come quick, said the boy. You won't believe what I heard. Satan and Jesus are down by the cemetery dividing up their souls. <laughs> the man said, Beat it, kid. Can't you see it's hard for me to walk? When the boy insisted, though, the man hobbled slowly to the cemetery. Standing by the fence they heard, one for you, one for me, one for you, one for me. The old man whispered, Boy, you've been telling me the truth. Let's see if we can see let's see if we can see Jesus. Shaking with fear, they peered through the fence, yet were still unable to see anything. The old man and the boy gripped. The wrought iron bars of the fence tighter and tighter as they tried to get a glimpse of the Lord. At last, they heard one for you, one for me. That's all. Now let's go get those nuts by the fence. It will be done. <laughs> they say, they say the old man had the lead for a good half mile before the kid on the bike passed him. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> this is Pod Bros. <laughs> that is our, uh, I think that's our joke for the day, because that was good. That
1: was good. <laughs> oh, oh <gosh>. man. Oh. <laughs> oh, good
0: grief. Wow. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna save this page because there's a lot of just, these. That's they're <laughs> they're just yeah, read they're, another one. You want me to read another one? Oh okay. my gosh, that All was right. good. All right, I'll read another one. Let's see what we got here. Um, I apologize in advance. I'm uh, I'm not reading these. Yeah, um, I'm reading these as we go. Um, okay, so I was walking down the street the other day when I saw my best friend Jeff. I walked up to him and mentioned that I had the craziest dream the other night. Jeff listened as I told him the gene consisted of just one thing: a huge glowing number five. It was made of gold and sparkled with shiny diamonds. Jeff's curiosity was piqued. I went on to say that the first thing I did in the morning was to grab the Daily Racing Digest and look up the fifth race. Jeff raised an eyebrow. I told him that the number five horse in the fifth race was named the fifth element. Jeff started grinning. Then I told him point by point what I did the entire day. I ate five bowls of cereal for breakfast and drank five cups of coffee. I went for a five-mile-long jog to clear my head. I took a five-minute shower to rinse off. I dressed in the fifth suit I found in the closet. I sat in my car for five minutes before starting it. I drove to the racetrack and parked in the fifth stall in the fifth row. I entered through the fifth admission gate. <coughs> I bought five programs. I went to the fifth belt betting window and bet $555 on the fifth horse in the fifth race. I went and sat in the fifth row of the bleachers, making sure there were five people sitting on both sides of me. I settled in and waited for the race to start. Well, said Jeff, did the horse win? I frowned at Jeff and said, stupid horse came in fifth. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. I didn't see that coming, but it was kind of not that great of a joke. I thought you were going to say, I don't know, I fell asleep, I drank a fifth. Ooh, that would have been funnier. That would have been funnier. (sighs) All right, well, that that was good. So what are we talking about? Oh. Oh, oh yes, lame. All right, so it is. Um, it is about fifteen minutes left for us, A little or best, so, yeah. to the uh, to the top of the hour again, where we're going to be uh, calling the end of the show. So, um, how do they do it on? How do they do it on uh, on Odyssey? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Luke from Podbros Productions. The next part of our segment is going to require parental supervision. <laughs> so please, if you have young children, have them go get their parents to listen before we move on. And as, as the always, subject matter is going to be a little bit heavy. And as always. And as always. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Get out of the left lane! For goodness sake! Why? Why? Why do people drive in the left lane? That's what I want to know. You get on the road. I pull out of my house. I drive to the end of the street. I get It's a two-lane road. I get to the four-lane highway. I turn left onto the four-lane highway, and you're in the left lane. The speed limit is 45. You're doing 30, pacing the person in the right lane. And then when I flash my lights at you to get you to move out of the left lane, you slam on your brakes like it's my fault. Do you feel better? No! Okay. Because I don't like when people drive in the left lane either. I'm much more calm about it, but... Well, it goes together with the roundabouts, too. If you're going to drive through a roundabout... We we went over this the other day about the roundabout stuff. Okay. But if you're going to drive through a roundabout, stay in your lane. Pick a lane and stay in one. The people on the outside lane always come into the inside lane. I don't have anywhere to go. It's a curb.
1: Because big, they didn't
0: build the roundabout right. And it's a, a curb. And a big mound or bricks. And a big mound of bricks. Or uh, a statue or and something. And I can't drive up on the curb like you're supposed to be able to do in a, in a roundabout. Because they, do because they curve. build curbs yeah, around are talking about area. left lanes, we're talking about roundabouts. Yeah, I don't want to talk about roundabouts. Because right roundabouts. now it sounds like we're talking about roundabouts. And we Both. should be talking about left lanes. I'm talking about the left lane in the roundabout. Okay, alright. So Thank what, you. What is the left lane for? Okay, so I was taught growing up that the left lane was the passing lane or the fast lane. Okay, and the right lane is is the cruise lane,
1: and that's the, the lane that the you drive line.
0: the speed limit, right? right? So you drive in the you you drive right, pass left. So so what you're saying is that if the road were to operate the way that you were trained, correct, there would be almost no one in the left lane, unless you were flying past people. But I mean, there would be no one in the left lane, correct? Because most of the people because that drive. Because most of the people that drive around here are not speeding. No. They all they would all be in the right lane. They would all be in the right lane. And I would pass them and then get back over into the right driving lane. Driving 30 miles an hour. Right? Correct. Yes. Down the highway going yes. 65. Absolutely. Right? Sure. So, why doesn't that happen? I don't know. I, I feel like they're being taught anymore that... Um, Do you think it's a teaching thing, or do you think it's just a... Lazy thing? I, I, I'm a new driver, just got my license, and I watch people on the road, and everybody drives in the left lane. Or everybody just drives in whatever lane they feel like. I think it's, I think it's a mix between everybody just kind of drives in the lane they feel like, and then I've actually talked to some people who didn't know that the left lane was the I passing mean. lane. That's what I mean. Um, and then other people who drive in the left lane because it's farther away from the... Uh, the side of the road and they feel safer. But you're closer to the other traffic going the opposite direction which is more dangerous because more people die in head-on collisions. But we have a thing around here called divided highways. But, that, and that's, even, but that's even more dangerous though. Because then you end up in the middle median. Because then you in the middle, middle yeah. median or yeah. you come up out of the middle median going into oncoming traffic if you go off that side of the road. Exactly. So I, I feel like that argument is, is not correct. You know what? I don't know. I don't know what the reason is. And so, I and so we're asking. I mean, so is the here. law not... I thought the law was drive right, pass so left. So, is it... Do you think that it might have to do with the fact that there isn't any law enforcement on that? That there isn't any road enforcement on that? Well, you think that Maybe we need to have a law on the books, maybe, that says that if you're driving slow in the left lane or the speed limit in the left lane. If you're driving the speed limit in the left lane because the you're a nuisance. You're you're you should get like a, a warning and then maybe a ticket or something like that? See I, I would be okay with that. The problem that I have so, with it so though here's, is here's here's the thing though. This is this is the question. Um and and I think this kinda goes in with the reasonable and prudent thing, right? So the, the law for driving the speed limit is reasonable and prudent, right? Right. And and the speed limit is set by the county or the municipal or whatever. On certain higher state on certain highways and certain roads to because that's what they feel is it's what the state feels is re- or the or the county or the municipal feels is reasonable and prudent for that road the majority of the time right. And I guess that gray area of the civilian choosing what's reasonable and prudent has to do with something like two in the morning or something like that, I guess right. I, I don't know. The full legality of that, because I've had times where I've heard of people that were going 100 plus down the road and they got pulled over by the police and got a crazy ticket and had to go to defensive driving school. And then I've heard about guys who were driving down the road and they were going 100 something plus and they got pulled over and they said, I'm just trying to get home reasonable and prudent. And the cop let them go with a warning. Right. So I feel like it has to do with the situation. It has to do with the person. Because the person who was going a hundred plus down the road, they got the ticket, was racing with someone. Right. They were a punk kid, right? Yep. And the cop gave them a ticket. Now he gave them a he, he did, you know he did give them off a little bit. They, they he put the speed under a certain speed, right? Right. So that it wasn't criminal. Well, wasn't criminal, but but so this is so this is the question: is that you know what? How do you define? the left lane, is it, with this law, do you say, okay, you have people in, is it if someone's passing you on the right? Right. I I would say that. Do you you just, do you simplify it to don't put a speed limit on there because the speed limits are reasonable and prudent, right? Right. So that's kind of a gray area. So an easy way of saying. And, and let me, let me interject real quick. Okay. To those that are listening that know, know all of the stuff we're talking about, the, the gentleman our friend that has the other podcast. Let us know if we're if we're off base here on the reasonable. And, that, and, and that's actually why I mean, brought let's... this up because I was thinking about the other day because you mentioned when we started talking about roundabouts that he had said something. And so I'm kind of curious about this. Right. Would the best option be, let's say I'm a police officer and I'm driving down the road and the person in the right lane is passing the person in the left lane. Yeah right now, as far as I understand, the person in the right lane is actually the one who would get the ticket because you're not supposed to pass on the right. I, I think I don't actually know. this is what I've been this is what I've heard. and so this is one of those things where it's like we need some clarity on this right right. right. Um, should it shouldn't it be the person in the left lane who's being passed? should be the one who gets pulled over because they're an obstruction, a road obstruction. Uh, that's how I would view it. And that's, and that's because I was taught the same way you were taught, you know, that it's pass, left, drive, right, you know. And so, and so then here's the other question. How does pass, left, drive, right apply to a multi-lane highway? Oh, I don't know. Because now we're starting the Prescott area, the Prescott-Quad City area... Is growing, and we're going to start having three-lane highways, six-lane, you know, seven-lane highways, three and three with a medi- with middle lane. Right. How do you determine that someone is not driving is not passing in the left lane correctly? Right. Right. When you have a three-lane highway, do you do you just classify the third lane, the lane that's closest to the middle, the the leftmost lane? as the passing lane and then the two middle lanes or the driving lanes uh, you know what i don't know i don't know how that breaks down if you're on like a four or five lane highway right because well, i'm not just talking about I, you know, i'm realizing now if this was a law, need to be a state law right and down in phoenix there are five and six lane highways that are going one direction there's 12 lanes on this highway total how many of those lanes are classified as passing lanes strong air quotes And how many of those lanes are classified as driving lanes, right? Right. And in the case of areas down in Phoenix, do you have to identify the rightmost lane as a merge turning lane? Because there are areas down in Phoenix where the merge lane merges right onto the highway. And then there are areas in Phoenix where it merges into a merge lane that you can then merge off of the highway again on. You can never, and you can actually stay in that lane and not actually get into the regular flow of traffic. So this is this is one of those questions where it's like, how would this work in a multi lane? And I'm sure that, I know that there are other states that have a drive right pass left law. Right. Well, because we we were both taught how to drive by uh, New York, New Jersey drivers. Right, which is where they have a law like that. You actually, if you're driving in the left lane. And someone passes you on the right. A cop can actually pull you over and give you a ticket for uh, being an obstruction of traffic or whatever it is. Right. So yes. this is this is the question of the hour because it it's right now what we have is so frustrating. I mean, you're driving down the road, you're moving at a good pace. You're you're going the speed limit or maybe five over. Right, mm-hmm. and you come up upon this car that's sitting in the left lane and they're going under the speed limit in the left lane there's someone in the right lane you can't get past them you're stuck there and you're stuck driving under the speed limit all the way into a point where someone kind of moves past us enough and then you cut in and slip around or something and then of course they look at you as the bad guy because you just cut this person off in the right, right lane well, and, 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 and you... for me I feel bad because it's like, I've been that guy. My first, my first car that I bought was a Toyota Camry, 89 Toyota Camry, grandma car. This car did not go fast. It went 1 to 20 in about five minutes. I was the slow guy in the right lane. Wow. But I was the slow guy in the right lane. I was not in the left lane. And so I have been that guy who's been cut off by the guy going fast. And I'm upset. But for me, I'm not actually that upset because I know I'm driving in the right lane. This person's driving slow in the left lane. I'm upset that this person cut me off because I had to slow down and my car doesn't accelerate very fast. But I understand where he's coming from because he's in a car that has some get up and go and he should be able to pass in the left lane without having to pull into the right lane to pass and then back into the left lane again, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, I don't know. I just... I, I I think that this is a uh, I think this is a major issue because there there's a lot of con- traffic congestion that happens because that, of... that's over that's over the top that's the problem right, right. And, and because there seems to be a severe lack of care in. right so yeah kind of a well you know what it is is people get in the car and they switch off oh absolutely they, they, they zone out they, they it's autopilot they don't pay attention to what they're driving. Uh, what they're doing, where they're doing it. Well, that's I saw a video. Actually, it's really funny you should say that. I saw a video on YouTube uh, earlier today. And it was one of those craziest things caught on camera. And this guy's got a dash cam and a side view cam. I don't know if you've ever seen those where they show up the side windows. Yep. Um, And he drives past this Tesla. And this dude is passed out. Passed out, passed out. He is straight up asleep. Um, Driving asleep, he is. He is asleep, asleep, like <sighs> mouth open, drooling, whole nine yards, um, in this Tesla. Wow. And then the guy passes him again later. You know, back and forth with traffic. Oh, it's because of the autopilot, right? Yeah. Well, there's autopilots in Tesla, but it's yeah, like, and they're great. Yeah, but that's that's sketchy business right there. I've actually heard. I've actually heard they're really good. Yeah, I watched a video on YouTube where the Tesla car got pulled over because it ran a red light. Or ran a stop sign, I mean. Not a red light. It ran a stop sign. So, I don't know how good they actually are. Maybe on the freeway where all they're doing is changing lanes or something. And maybe it, like, shocks you and wakes you up when it's time to merge or something. But, I don't know. Anyway, that's it. That's the the, top of the hour. It is the top of the hour. Do we blue pass it? All right, so let's end with one more joke. Okay. No. Not enough time? How long is it? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't know. I haven't actually read it through. You're going to read read a joke you haven't read through and you don't know how long it is. (sighs) Go ahead. Norman is 89 years old. He's played golf every day since his retirement over 20 years ago. One day he arrives home upset. That's it, he tells his wife. I'm giving up golf. My eyesight is so bad that once I hit the ball, I can't see where the dang thing goes. His wife sympathizes and makes him a hot cup of tea. As they sit down, she says, You know, why don't you take my brother with you and give it one last try? That's a terrible idea, said Norman. Your brother's 102 years old. How could he help? He may be 102, said the wife, but his eyesight is perfect. Norman figured, I'll give it a try. So the next day, he heads off to the golf course with his brother-in-law. He tees up, takes a mighty swing, and squints down the fairway. He turns to the brother-in-law and says, Did you see the ball? Of course I did, replied the brother-in-law. Perfect eyesight. Well, where'd it go? Said Norman. Where'd what go? Do I know you? <laughs> <laughs> and with that, this is Pod Bros, a production of Sound Bros Productions. Indeed, we we're thank you guys for listening today. We're on iTunes. We're on iTunes. Podbean. We're on Podbean. Um, we're still working on uh, Spotify, Spotify and and all that stuff. Um, I apologize. I've been like staring at a computer screen trying to. There, there's all these little things that you have to line up to get everything to work, and, and I'm failing well, And YouTube right just now, changed so. all of their rules and everything. So. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, hope you learned something. Yeah. Um, hopefully we learned something from this. Because right. Well, because remember. If you're not learning, you're dying. So stay alive.